Oh my G G. Hi, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of G&G with your host, your favorite person in the world. Yes, it's me, Aaron Pickering. If you don't know who I am and this is your first time listening to G&G, welcome. My name is Aaron Pickering. Like I said, I am just a college senior, just navigating life like every person else, every person else, everyone else, excuse me. And just having fun and telling his memories, stories, opinions on this podcast. If you are a loyal G&G person, subscriber, listener, welcome back. Welcome back to the home. Welcome back to the temple. Welcome back. Okay, you guys, in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that may be a little controversial. May... I may rub a lot of feathers, but I have to say it. We will be talking about all things black. Yes, we will be talking about my blackness. This so-called black card, question mark, as well as the Black Lives Movement. And what can we do? How to educate the non-people of color or Sometimes it will be other races, but I'm here to educate, motivate, and evaluate you and your words and your choices. I'm going to maybe tell a little story time how I so-called let one of my friends get the black card. Question mark? Anyway, you guys, you know the deal. Before we jump into any topic... I talk about how I'm feeling. I am doing wonderful. I am motivated. I am driven. I finished um, recording my first YouTube video back on the screen. I will be editing her. She will be out shortly, freshly. She will be hot. She will be spicy. She'll be all that in a bag of chips. I have been motivated fashion-wise. I've been motivated job-wise. i just been motivated, you guys. And it's crazy, but yes. My mental health is good. My physical health. Your boy finally did his first full week of working out. And I'm doing amazing. My body is looking snatched. I haven't started lifting the weights yet, you guys. But I will get to it best believe but if i sent like a headless like nude right now you guys would be really shook we said only fans jk but other than that i'm doing amazing but you guys before we jump into the topic stop follow me on all social media platforms tiktok snapchat twitter instagram and subscribe to my youtube channel Okay, do it. Do it now. Pause this podcast. Actually, you can close out the podcast and still do it. So do it now. Share with your friends. I have been giving, getting so many great reviews and the year just started from my friends, from people that I went to high school with. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. But seriously, you guys, thank you. I'm so grateful for this podcast. It's just like a little diary. It gets me closer. It shows my authenticity. 
Mm-hmm, that's the word. Muy bien. Um, but it shows how transparent I am and authentic and honest. So I love you guys. And don't forget to grab your teacups, your food, your snacks, whatever maybe you're eating on. Because let me tell you guys, this episode is going to be juicy and educational, but juicy. Okay, and let's get into it. Okay, (laughs) we're doing this. We are talking about all things black. So, I'm going to talk about my inspiration behind this. So, I was watching the episode of Girlfriends, um, and when the girlfriend's sister, Lynn, she has an adopted sister because she was adopted through a white family. And when her, 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 um adopted sister was actually white and the white girl was picking up a lot of black culture she was getting her braids they um done she was saying sister she was like this potato silly this cornbread is so moist oh put some hip-hop on she was calling black guys brothers she was like oh you know those brothers got the big donkey donks and then she said the n-word the n-i-g-g-a okay And she said it. And then after that, she tried to say, oh, it's just a song. And then she said, I say it. She said, at least I didn't say N-I-G-G-E-R. And she said both of those words. But mind you guys, this was like a 90s TV show. So I think back in the day for 90s TV shows, when the white actors would say those words, it was just for acting. Obviously, they were very cultured to not say it. But I was sitting here thinking, like, I know multiple, multiple people that are not POCs, people of color, that say these words. Some of them are my friends. And it's time to put a stop to it. It's time to teach you about blackness. Being educated. You need to be educated. You can't be saying the N-word, but then be hating us behind our backs. How that work? So, let's first, since we're on the topic of the N-word, let's start with the history. So, the history of that N-word is dangerous. It is degrading It is hurtful. It is disgusting. And when we say it to each other, to a POC, to another POC, we say it as a brother. We say it as a sister. We say it as because we grew up with that word. Saying as we were labeled as that word. So we had took it back. And made it as brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever. But even then, like, we still don't say it that much, you know? But when a white, let me not say white, when a person that is not of color says the N-word, let me tell you, it's a negative connotation. I don't care if you're listening. Let me, listen, put your headphones in. Turn it up to high volume. I don't care if you are a singing a song you got this so-called black card you say it because you're around another black person no you are not allowed to say it because at the end of the day it hurts me 
It hurts my people. It hurts for all the hard work that we have done and that we are still doing to this day. Okay? And now, some of you guys, you pick up black culture like you're a freaking vulture that just saw a dead animal on the street. You pick up our black culture, but then when it comes to Black Lives Matter, where you stand and sis, you on the other side. And I'm just very confused because how can you listen to our music, take our culture, take our words, take the way that we present ourselves in front of people and culture that has been passed down from generation to generation and just snatch it all up and mix it all together with your whiteness and then be like, Black Lives Matters don't matter. Er, excuse me? Stop. Back it up. Turn around. Put that car in reverse, Terry. And educate yourself. And I used to give the excuse of some people just have never been around black people. And that is that is true. That is true. There are some people that have never been around black people. That's true. But there's a way from being uneducated and ignorant. That it's a two-way street and you walk either the left or you're right. If you're right, you're uneducated. If you walk to the left, you're ignorant or vice versa. There's a difference. There is a difference. Difference. Being uneducated is still not an excuse. But being blatantly ignorant, there's a way that you present yourself when you ask questions, if you want to know. Like, hey, Aaron, why, okay, why do you, black people get to say the N-word? That's a question. I'm here to educate you. Not, oh, so y'all think y'all can say the N-word, but we can't? Er, back up. The people that say that you don't see color, let me educate you. You are the main people that see the color. And I'm saying this as this. We all see color through and through. I see color. We all see color. Again, there's a negative connotation with that and a positive connotation with that. When I say I see color, I mean I see that I have to work 10 times harder to get what you have. And that's just what it is. And white people, no offense, you guys are saying like, that's not true. Like, I went through it, whatever. At the end of the day, if me and someone else have the same credentials... And we get presented to the same person, they would pick the white person over me. That's just what it is. My people, my black brothers and sisters, people of color, we have to work 10 times harder. My parents have always installed that inside me. That's why you see me. I work 10 times harder. I cannot say the same stuff as you guys. I cannot have the same mannerism as you guys. I have to present myself always. I cannot be showing up and y'all be making jokes about Shaquita, who could be my cousin, and then no. And be like, oh, but Aaron, you're not like that. False. That is still my brother. That is still my sister. 
I just present myself in a way that my parents taught me because the fact is I have to work 10 times harder, even more. Okay. And I, and I'm not, I'm heated, but I'm like, I just let too many of you non-people of color get away with stuff. And it's the fact is you guys are not taking the time to be educated. So why should I take the time to hold your hand? And it's crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy. And I've been in plenty of situations where I definitely had to put some people in their place, which we will, I will tell y'all a story later on. And just once you know, we as a black key people, we just don't be like, oh, time to go on Facebook and like tell X, Y, and Z what to do. No, we're trying to educate you, but you come back with an ignorant response instead of a non-educated response. It's just crazy to me. So that's another thing. If a black person is speaking about something on their social media platform, what gives you the right to comment and disagree with their opinion? First of all, you have not walked a mile in our shoes and you will never walk a mile in our shoes. I am friends with, I I would say I'm friends with more white people than black people. That's a no brainer. If you know me, you know me. But I know at the end of the day, if we all stand on a line in a group, no, we're not on the same level, sis. It will never be on the same level. And that's what we be fighting for. It's 2021 and we're still trying to fight for the same level. Pause. Did we forget about our good sir, our good freedom fighter, Dr. Martin Luther King, who fought for us to say it, and he handled it in such a professional way. A professional way. But don't get it twisted. We have been professional. Black people have been professional for so long. And I understand enough is enough sometimes. Enough is enough. And I get it. Like... Some people, again, when you go to, like, I don't see color. I don't know if that's more of an insult to me and my people or or not. But it's, I see it more as an insult. Just the fact is, I rather want you to acknowledge color. I rather want you to know that your classmate, your friend, your bestie, your brother, your sister, adopted brother, sister, whatever, aunt, uncle, grandma, whatever, whoever's black in your life is fighting 10 times harder than you. Ten, and y'all might not notice it. Y'all will never notice it because we do it in a stealth mode. We do it when I sleep at night. I sleep at night the same time you sleep at night, but I maybe did 10 times more things. I am all about my brand. So I work harder to revamp my brand than y'all don't even know. But 
y'all just see, oh, it's giggly Aaron. It's Aaron being, you know, Aaron. No. I'm working to fight my blackness. I'm working to put my mark on this world. Now, going to the Black Lives Movement, I, I, I'm trying to say this in the nicest way. I think there's just some topics that are not meant to be spoke on when you have not went through that situation or have not walked through those shoes or have not walked through life with that person. And one of those movements is the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as the feminist movement, the LGBTQ movement, whatever it is, you guys have never walked in the life. If you are a cis white male that have not walked through that life, but they want to turn around and make fun of the George Floyd killing or the Breonna Taylor killing or say that people that are expressing themselves is rioters and not protesters and they deserve to burn in hell, there is something mentally wrong with you. Something, And I know many people that I like this. Many And there's something wrong with you. And there was a point where I would fight every battle. Every battle. And I fought. I fought for months. I left group chats with fraternities, brothers. I have excluded myself from people. I have not talked to people. And I just sat here and was like, If you're not going to try to educate yourself, I'm not going to try to be nice anymore. I'm not going to try to be really understanding, sit you down and be like, listen here, Sarah, this is what you need to do. No. And I think some of you guys, and it's crazy because the things that some people say about black people, y'all are so comfortable saying it. It's like you guys had heard it multiple times in your mouth like you are fine with it and growing up in the south I am going to a predominantly white institutions um from elementary school all the way to high school and gravitating more to white people than black people I think I gave white people their oomph if you know what I mean. And looking back, I was an idiot. And I take 100% responsibility. I was an idiot. I let white people be like, ooh, Aaron, look at why your lips so big. Oh my gosh, Aaron, ooh, you, you just want to get out today. And I did it because I, my biggest bullies were black people in high school. They're not as open to the idea of me as white people are who don't care. And then once you start growing up with that, you start learning and you start trying to adapt the tendencies that you hang out with people. But the more and more I get older, the more and more I realize how ignorant those people were, how I so-called gave them their black card, and now they think they're hot shit. And yes, I did say hot shit. 
And it wasn't until my mother last year when George Floyd died and me and her were having a conversation. And me and my parents always have a conversation about um, presenting yourself and, you know, working hard, whatever, X, Y, and Z. But I was having a conversation with my mother and I said, I feel like an idiot. And she said, why? I said, because I let these white people say things on and on about me and said it like they were joking. When in reality, I don't know if they were joking or not. And at the end of the day, I felt something. I felt a piece of my heart deteriorate from my body. And I just was fine about it. And she said, Erin, she said, at the end of the day, you have learned. And she said, now you just have to educate. She said, don't be aggressive. Don't cuss them out. She said, just educate. She said, because that's the best thing that you can do. She said, now after you educate someone, if they don't take what you educate them with and they run with it, let them. She said, because at the end of the day, there's someone else watching. And so that's how I kind of have to go about things now. I have to educate you. So that's what I'm going to do. First of all, there is no such thing as a black card. Don't know who made it up. I don't know who made the terms. That's not real. That is so fake. I don't even know. Like, I really don't know who made that up. But it's not real. There's no such thing as a black card. There's no black pass. There's no slap on the wrist and say, there you go, Sammy. Not Sammy. Oh, whoever. There you go, Jimmy. Now you can go say the N-word. No. No. There is not. Two. Making fun of any black names is just degrading. I can gladly say, "Mm, so-and-so name is ghetto. I can say that. Because I know the homegirl that lives down the street. You know, whatever. But you you cannot say, oh, her name is Tanisha. That's ghetto. No. No. Actually, take the word ghetto and ratchet out of your vocabulary in general. Don't say my hair look ratchet. Don't say your clothes look ratchet. Don't say this food is ratchet. Don't say, oh, my God, this person is so ghetto. Oh, my gosh, my parents live in the ghetto. Don't. Er, 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 scratch it. Scratch it, Susie. Scratch it. Because that is not appropriate. You guys don't even know what the word ghetto comes from. Or the word ratchet comes from. You just heard it in a little song. You heard it on reality TV from a black person voice. And then white people adapted to it and adopted it. And now y'all think it's okay. Third of all. If I have not emphasized this enough, let me get really close to the mic. Don't say the N-word. Don't say it. Don't spell it. Don't. Don't. I wouldn't even hear you say, no. No. Nothing. If it's in a song, 
bleep it. First of all, if it's in a song, baby boy, go listen to the clean version. Because at the end of the day, you're saying that behind my back. You might not say it in my face, but you're saying it behind my back. I don't care if you grew up in the hood. I don't care if you grew up with 10,000 black people. I don't even care if you're married to a black person with mixed children. Do not ever say the n-word ever and that's for everybody and they know who they are that have said it around me and i'm on hunter mode okay don't ever say it don't say it because the more and more you say it the more and more comfortable you get and the more and more another black person's gonna ready slap that fire out of you as my brother would say Back to numbers. Okay. Another thing is just like, I understand when you appreciate the culture. There are some people that do appreciate the culture, appreciate what's going on, appreciate everything. And the ones that are standing up with us with the Black Lives Matter, thank you. Still know your whiteness, though. When I say that, I mean... Don't become Susan one day when you're at work. And then when you come home and you hang out with your girls and your girls happen to be black, you become Shantaya. Sis, hey girl. No, cut it. You can still represent Black Lives Matter and enjoying the black culture with a respect and decency. Of respect and decency. And that's all we want. We want it to be respect. If you're making $10 an hour, we want to make $10 an hour. We don't want to make less. And I think that's what some people that don't understand what the movement is about, is confused about. We're not asking for more of you, more than you. We're not. We're asking to be treated on the same level. If Susie and Jeremy go rob a bank and then my parents go rob a bank, I want them to all get the same punishment. Same punishment. And that's all we ask for. We just ask to be treated as the same. As the same. That's all what Martin Luther King did. Malcolm X. And it's crazy because the amount of white people that like cannot stand or do not like the fact or scared of black people, baby, your ancestors brought us over here, honey. Y'all brought us over here on the ship. Like, so don't be mad at us. Be mad at your people. Like, I'm just so tired of these race wars. These Black Lives Matter don't matter, but it's okay to storm the Capitol. Right? Right. We ain't going to get into that because I don't get into politics. But just want to let you know. You know? Like, it's like, it's like, it's crazy because people think it's like, okay. And then when someone else says it, it's like you put on like a red like light and you're like, no. Like, you turn on a filter in your head and you pick pieces, right? And 
honestly, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But when you start voicing it on your social media and start degrading my people, that's just a problem. Because there is some black people that have came for whites. Don't get me wrong. But majority of my friends that post about Black Lives Matter, they're not coming for you guys. My friend Ryan, she posts on her Facebook all the time about like just how she struggles being a black woman and things like that. And it's like 80 of y'all white people are commenting saying that's not fair. X, Y, and Z. And it's like, what are you talking about, dude? And she still like approaches you with respect and decency. So that's just like crazy to me. But we're going to get into this story time now. And I hope you guys can learn a lot from this section of the podcast. Okay, story time. So everybody lean back, relax. Some of y'all just might get upset. I can just see Ebony now just getting pissed. Because she knows who I'm talking about. So, I had a friend. Her name will be unknown. Multiple of you guys know who she is. That's okay. Um, And this friend, we were besties. Besties for the resties. And I was okay with some of the things she would say. And I was ignorant at that time, very um, oblivious to the words and the actions and the hate and the disgustingness that came out when this person said these things. So we would hang out and she listened to more rap music than I did. I, you know me, I'm an Ariana Grande girl. Beyonce, um, One Direction, that type of person. She's more um, Lil Pump, Gucci, like, that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. Music is music. Homegirl likes to occasionally drop the (laughs) N-word. And I was like, you know... At the time, I was like, oh my god, she's just singing it with the song. You are fine, girl. Like, just don't say in public. And she was like, oh, like, my black friends gave me the... She was like, I grew up with all black people around me in high school. All my friends were black. So, they gave me the validation that I can say it. And I was like, oh my god. That's fine. Like, oh my God, they gave you the black card. Not sitting here really thinking about what I'm saying. And so, then she... Sorry, you guys. I actually said the person's name, so I had to cut it out. So, back to the story. (laughs) And so, they came up to me one day. And was like, what's up, my N-N-N-N-N-I-G-G-A? And I said, right, silence. Because you just never knew. And I was like, you can't say that. Like, you can't. 
no, 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 no. I hanged out with black people all the time in high school. They let me call them that. Like, that's, and this is my thing. That's fine for those black people, but I'm a different black person. I, I'm a, I'm not those people. So I still let this person get the pass. And it was the fact is I was trying to protect this friendship because I was like, oh my God, this person really cares about me. Like this friendship, like whatever. Fast forward, Lucy Lips kept saying it more. It kept saying around other people other white people, and they, she would say in front of me. So those other white people started saying it in front of me. And once you know, I just contribute to a whole plantation of white people saying the N-word. And so lesson learned, don't say it, first of all. As a black person, don't let a white person say it. And as a white person, be educated and not say it yourself. And if you really want to show me respect, the I love yous and... You're my bestie, and I love you, my fraternity brother, and I would never let anything happen to you, brother, and, like, all this stuff. Don't, don't disrespect my skin. Do not disrespect the skin that I am in. But, yes, so now, you guys, that was the story time. We are going to jump into my favorite um, of the week. And I'll see y'all then. Okay, you guys. So y'all know what happens at the end. We talk about my favorites of the week and recommendations. So the first thing I've been obsessed with is my um, Dove exfoliating polish. So, it's this like Dove exfoliating polish that makes your skin feel super smooth. You put it on three to four times a week wherever you shave. Um, I used to do it where I shaved, but now I just do it all over my body, and it has changed my life. Um, definitely invest. It's only $6, you guys, and it's a big container. So, I definitely say you guys should definitely invest in that. The next thing, I am obsessed with right now is this app called TCM and it's basically a clothing app. One of my favorite style icons, Anthony, if you guys do not know Anthony, he's amazing. His Instagram is love Anthony and he has fashion like no other. And he put on his story that he like don't shop fast fashion, obviously all that stuff. So he found this company or like that sells custom things from other like users so it's called the custom movement it's a great app it's kind of expensive but they have like custom air forces and jordans and vans and like custom t-shirts and accessories and necklaces and all that stuff so i'm obsessed with that another thing i've been really obsessed with is apples and peanut butter that's probably my favorite go-to snack now apples and peanut butter um with a boiled egg Yes. Um, another thing I am obsessed with, excuse me, another thing that I am obsessed with is waking up early. I wake up early so so much now, you guys. I get my workout done probably before 10 a.m., maybe even 11 a.m., and I still have the whole day. So, 
I like waking up early, doing my um prayer to God, um, just thanking him for waking me up this morning, do my workout, and then go eat my breakfast, my protein breakfast, which is just a bunch of fruit and a boiled egg and peanut butter. And then I do my oil pulling. If you guys, oh, that's another thing I'm obsessed with, it's oil pulling. So basically you put coconut oil in your mouth and you swish it around for 30 seconds to a minute. And um, the oil is a, the oil extract from the coconut oil is supposed to um, clean all the bacteria out your mouth. And yeah, so that's another thing I am obsessed with. Um, I don't have a favorite TV show. I mean, right now I've been binge watching Girlfriends. Um, that show is so educational. It's so amazing. Um, but I feel like I talked about it before, but that's the only show I'm still watching. Um, The Bachelor this week was boring. I was so bored at my mind. It took me three days to watch the episode. RuPaul's Drag Race is dragging, legit dragging this premiere episode out. Like, I don't know why they, like, cut the premiere episode into three episodes. Like, too much. Um... Other than that, I mean, I've been obsessed with, like, my sweatpants and bummy clothing. Um, and that's basically it. I mean, I haven't been doing anything crazy. Or I'm going to start lifting weights very, very soon. I started, then I stopped. Ooh. Oh, here's another thing. I'm obsessed with Ricky Thompson's glow. If you guys have not, first of all, just want y'all to know, he, I went on his Instagram live <laughs> And he commented back on my comment. I told him, I said, I listen to your podcast, which I do. And I said, I love your glow up right now. He started off as 125. He's about, he's closer to 30 than like 20. So he said that he needs to stop dressing childish. He start actually getting muscles and stuff. And I think I'm on that same journey. I mean, I definitely like my skinny physique. And, like, the fact is I could, like, put on a crop top if I wanted to. I never dabbled into that. But, like, I could wear, like, oversized jeans and they look fine. But also, I want to be, like, this, like, chocolate goddess type of thing. And so, um, I, that's why I'm going to start lifting weights because he started doing that. Um, I've been eating way more healthy, you guys. I try to limit the fried food thing. So, I guess you can say grilled food is kind of one of my favorite um, things. And also, I caved in and bought potato chips, you guys. But I limit how many I eat. I eat, like, maybe, like, five or six. And I got crab-flavored potato chips. And I love them so much. And I just eat, like, maybe, like, three to get a little flavor in my mouth. And then I'm good. Also, oh, I have so many things I'm kind of obsessed with there. I'm obsessed with my ring light because I can make TikToks. So good now. Um, if you don't follow me on TikTok, definitely follow me. My TikToks are going somewhere. I mean, they're kind of like, you know, those boys. Um, um, the liquid IV, you guys, was a fail. The Manscaper was a fail. Um, I like the Manscaper. It's a great product, but it's not a good product for black people because we have curly hair. We have naturally curly hair and it's cut for like straight hair. So like white people hair. 
I mean, there's some white people that have curly hair, but it's catered towards more more white people. But I'm going to give her more try. I probably bleed about five times cutting my areas. So that's exciting. Um, but I think that's it, you guys. Do wish me well. I have been applying for jobs. I have a budget plan that I need to make. I have to edit this YouTube video. Your boy is busy, plus classes. So, um, but I'm going to keep working hard. And if that means, excuse me, if that means pull all-nighters, that means pull all-nighters. And that's what I'm going to have to do. So, I love you guys so much. Don't forget to stay flawless, stay a star, follow your dreams, it's 2021, if you're sitting on the couch right now doing nothing, get up, move around, make that heart pump, go film something, go take a, don't, go do a photo shoot, whatever it may be. I love you guys so much, and I will see you guys, we'll see, I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>